Blog Talk Radio. Hey, you're listening to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring world-famous animal communicator Laura Sinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey, everyone. I'm Laura Sinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Log on to The Pet Psychic for all things animal communication. That's thepetpsychic.com. Call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. Chat room is open. I am your producer and co-host, Aikusuhara. And hello. We are ready for the show. I know. It's going to be a good show today. I can feel it. You can feel it. Oh, are you getting psychic um, feelings? Yeah, I can feel all the animals trying to get me. They're all cool. chattering in my head. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then let's go straight to a call. We have Devorah with 10-year-old bear, the Roddy. Um, she has him scheduled to be put down tomorrow because he hasn't been well. So um, let's oh, find out. Hi, Devorah. Um, tell us a Hi. little bit about Bear. Well, Bear, he's, um, I've had him since he was about six weeks old. He's 10 now. He'll be 11 in July. And for the past two weeks, he's just not been himself. He hasn't been well. Um, he just seems like he's just lost, you know, the life in his eyes. He's not interested in playing with me or, you know, his toys or interacting with anyone. So, um, I scheduled to have him put down tomorrow because I don't want to see him suffer, but I just want to ask him, you know, how he's feeling and also mm. if he thinks this is the right uh, decision. Decision. Okay. Okay. Let's get there. Oh, I'm sorry you guys are going through this. This is like the worst time. I know. Uh, okay, Bear, did you hear what your mama said? What do you think? He says, I think it's time. <laughs> My mom and I had a talk. We did. And he said that you said to stay with her mm-hmm. in her heart. Yes. And that's just where I'm going to be. Okay. Uh, he says that there's a spirit man that's been around who kind of has like Kind of has like whitish hair or grayish whitish hair. Uh, maybe my dad. Oh, I'll bet it is your dad. He says that he'll said that he'll take care of him. Oh, thank you. He said that the man told him that he's a really good walker, and so that they'll walk together. Oh, that's good. That's excellent. He says he wants to tell you something else. Okay. I'm really sorry to leave you. And I've just had such a great life. He just made my he life says awesome. That you're, you're, 
your happiness brings him great joy. He says that he's noticed in your eyes that you've been getting happier. Yeah. And he's been really blessed that he's been able to see that transformation in you. Oh. And he says all worry is starting to disappear. Okay. And that he's going to help smooth even more out when he gets to heaven. Okay. So one of the things that I like to tell the animals um, before they go is I like to tell them that to fly as high as they can go. And one of the things that I think are important for people to know that when you're helping your animal go is that they, they usually, well, it's important one to ask the vet, like, what the process is because each vet does it different. Um, mm-hmm. But... Typically, they give them a shot first that makes them fall asleep, mm-hmm. and uh, and then after that, they give them a shot that stops their heart. When they give them that shot that makes them fall asleep, they look like they're so out of it. Sometimes their tongue comes out, and they just look like they're so deep in sleep. The vets, mm-hmm. Some of the vets will tell you that your animal cannot hear you at that time. That is not true. Your animal can hear you. So what I like to do during that time is just tell them how much I love them and how proud I am for the things that they've done in their lifetime or just be with them and pet them. Um, you can say those things out loud or you can say them in your mind and he'll get okay. them. Just tell him to fly as high as he can go. The other thing that's really neat about it is to sort of pay attention after he goes, like, um, kind of trust yourself sometimes. And I say mm-hmm. this to everybody, not just you and Bear, but sometimes the vet can take a long time to let you know that your animal has passed. And it can be, mm-hmm. like, a little bit weird feeling because they, you almost feel like your animal is gone already and then they're still checking the heart or they're just silent and that time seems to go by really slowly. Just kind of be with yourself and don't worry too much about what the vet is doing. Sometimes the spirit goes way before the vet even notices that their body their body has passed. So um, just not to worry too much about what the vet is doing. And then pay attention when you leave or even right when, when they're getting that last shot about just the feelings that you have in your body. Sometimes the animals will fly through you and they'll be like a soft sort of um, relaxing feeling that comes over you. Sometimes there's, um, sometimes when you leave, you might feel them sort of running next to you or you might, like the atmosphere might, might look brighter or you might hear the birds more. Um, so just kind of pay attention to that. If you don't feel that, don't worry about it. Sometimes with your grief, you just can't feel it or some people are just more sensitive than others. But um, oftentimes there is like a light, a lighter feeling afterwards and, and that's mm-hmm. them trying to tell you that they're connected to, um, to, um, to a greater energy. Okay. Uh, Devorah, well, our prayers go out to you and Bear, and we'll be thinking about you tomorrow. Thank you so much for taking my call. It's really helped me. You're welcome. You be well. Thank you. You too. Hi, Bear. You fly yeah. high. Fly high, Bear. Oh. You know what's weird? I think that when um, Ventura passed away, I don't remember the doctor 
injecting him with something that makes him fall asleep. Yeah, sometimes they go straight to the um, the injection that's the heart. And oh. they don't make them fall right asleep. Sometimes if they're really sick and they're, like, like on the verge or if they can't find a vein. Um, mm-hmm. But I like, they did that to Joey, too, and I was, I was, like, caught off guard a little bit that they didn't do the one that they put him to sleep. But I, um... I like them when they put them to sleep first. Mm-hmm. Mm, um, okay. Did you feel like when, did you feel like it happened really fast? Yeah, it did. Was it like too fast for you? No, no, no. It was just like, it seemed like natural. Like they injected him and then he was starting to, you know, he just like was already like he kind of was sleeping and then I don't know like I don't remember if he was sleeping but he was lying down and he was really calm and then he just went oh that's interesting yeah Yeah. I don't know yeah everyone yeah it's everyone does it differently so I always say that piece of that should explain it but some of us don't um, because sometimes if you're used to having that five minutes before they give this other injection and then they don't do that, it can be surprising too. So it's always good to know. But that's maybe nice they did. So- maybe they did give him an injection, and I I wasn't there. I and then when they brought us in, maybe he had already oh, had maybe. like a you know a relaxing thing maybe. happening. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe they just gave him the last one because he was really ready to go, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting. Oh, it's such a tough time, though. It's it's really... Oh, my gosh. I'm the weirdest the experience. And you set the appointment that, oh, my God, it's heart-wrenching. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right. Uh, we're going to go to our guest, uh, which Yay. is Alina... Um, from Forever Fido Rescue. Uh, let's hi. see if she's on. Alina, hi. Welcome to our hi, show. Hi, how are you? Thank you. So happy to be here. Okay, so mm-hmm. um, first of all, tell us a little bit about your involvement with Forever Fido Rescue and what kind of rescue is Forever Fido Rescue? Yeah, um, I am the founder, and we go to high kill shelters around Los Angeles County. Uh, look at the cages and see which dogs are on their last days and who have been there the longest. Uh, We take them out. They're oftentimes sick, so we rehab them and vet them and put them in caring and loving foster homes. And then we get them adopted to their forever homes. And um, we also take dogs off the street in uh, South L.A. where there's a lot of dogs on the street. So we just do our best to find the, you know, homeless dogs, their, their forever loving homes. And do you take uh, any kind of dog, like large, small, you don't have a breed, uh, you're not breed specific? No, we have no breed specifications, no size mm-hmm. specifications. Whoever, you know, whoever needs to go with us, we uh, we usually know. <laughs> so uh, yeah. we take whoever we can. And how can, if people are interested in um, adopting or fostering, uh, how can they do that? How can they contact you? 
Um, we can always have you email us, which is foreverphytorescue at gmail.com. You can also find us on our Facebook page. And every Saturday we have an adoption event on Beverly Drive near Fairfax. It's 8023 Beverly Boulevard, and we're there from 11 to 3 in front of a store called Animal Crackers. Oh, cute. And do you, are you, a, um, do you have like a standalone place, or is it all through fostering and volunteering? It's all through fostering and volunteering. We run solely on donation, and we believe in foster homes because it helps the animals adjust to home living because many of them have been on the streets. And uh, it just helps them get adopted quicker because our fosters are wonderful and they help train them and housebreak them. So just helps get them adopted quicker if they're in foster homes. Mm, yeah. And uh, tell us about who we're talking to today. Um, today we are going to be talking to Jack, and he is a German shepherd that is six years old that um, my rescue partner, who uh, has another group called Eloise Rescue. We found him together. We were driving in South L.A., and we saw a man beating him and kicking him just right in front of our eyes. It was uh, very hard to to watch. Um, We pulled over and started honking and yelling at him and got him to stop, Um, and we called the police, and the man was arrested, and the dog is with us now. So... Uh, he's doing a lot better. We've had him in rehab where he did hydrotherapy and laser therapy and acupuncture for about six weeks, and he is a brand-new boy now. So he's he's a lot happier and doing very well. Oh, neat. So what do you want to talk to Jack about today? What do you want to ask him? Um, we'd love to ask him what kind of home he would like and would be happiest in as uh, we are looking for his forever home now. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're just we're not sure where he'd like to go <laughs> exactly, so we'd love to have some idea. Okay, let's get him. He's so okay. handsome. Okay. <laughs> he says he has to tell my Savior something. When I saw them... There was a light around them. And I thought, what is that blinding light? And then I heard a voice that said, you be friendly. This is going to be a really good time for you. And then there was a part of me that just relaxed. Sort of felt comfortable. Before, I would shiver around people, but I'm much better now. The way people touch me is really soft, and the way they give me eye contact is amazing. There's so much love around everybody I'm with. I would really like a soft-eyed person It doesn't matter if they're young or old. I like people who know how to pet nice. He doesn't want a man that pets really hard. You know how some men, or women do it too, when um, they see a big dog, they like pat them really hard on the side? 
Yeah. And very I common. have to say, I sometimes do it with those big pities and labs, you know. It's, like, hard not to, especially when they're really solid. But um, <laughs> he's saying he doesn't want that done to him. Okay. That's good to know. That helps. <laughs> he says he likes scratches around his ears. <laughs> he says he also likes people who share plate food, which is people food. <laughs> He says he doesn't need a lot of action, mm-hmm. but I like a daily walk. Okay. I don't need too many walks. So um, sometimes, Jack, you bark at other dogs. How come you bark at other dogs? He says sometimes he's leery of them. Mm. I just don't know what to do. And other times he feels their pain. And it makes me worried. So if he's been around other dogs that have been abused or have other dogs that have, like, a fear issue or something, it makes them uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Okay. And sometimes yeah. I like other dogs. <laughs> and I want to hang out with them. He says he knew a little dog once he was friends with. Looks like a little, like, Bichon-type dog. Has he been good with other dogs? Yeah, he does amazing with other dogs. It's just he barks when he sees dogs while you're walking him, like, across the street. Ooh. But if he's with a dog, he's he's great. If he's right next to them, he wants to just lay near them, and he's mm-hmm. very friendly. Yeah. So, Jack, when you're walking and you see another dog across the street, it's really important that you're quiet because you're a big dog and it scares people. Right? Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you have to lick and yawn and blink your eyes and look away. It scares people. He says sometimes he doesn't know them, though. I know, but barking is not going to let you know them. He feels, like, insecure when, they, when he's in an environment that he doesn't know the whole situation, so he doesn't know what's going on with them. But if, like, right. somebody says that the other dog is okay, he feels better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. He says he's learning about different streets. <laughs> he says he didn't get a lot of out time. So it seems like he didn't know a lot of different areas and a different scenery. Like, he's showing me, like, different houses and different lawns. Like, he's not used to that, too. So he's getting a little bit overloaded. Yeah, he lived in a tire shop for his entire life, um, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I want a home, though, he says. Well, that's good. (laughs) Just tell them this. I really like it when their light shines. It's so interesting because what he says, like, about... There was something sort of like divine, I think, that brought you to see him because there was like this light around you and your friend that sort of warmed him. Like almost like when he was getting beaten, he was like a little disconnected and like a mm-hmm. little bit like like out of it. And I don't want to say really aggressive, but there was something that told him to be nice to you, which makes me feel like maybe he could have snapped or he could have been 
just seems like he was in a different place. Mm -hmm. He wasn't like that conscious, but was ever around you sort of brought consciousness to him. Which is really nice, which it must happen to you and other animals too, which is really interesting, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially when dogs we don't know we come up to, you never know, and they always surrender to us. So that's, that's very accurate. They do. That's interesting because I wonder where, like, it's like your organization is being protected. Because I've spoken to other rescuers, and they do amazing work, but I, they, I don't always hear that the dogs see, like, a light around them, you know? Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it's me. That feels good to know. I just, we yeah. want to know that he's, he's safe now, you know. He says he knows it already. Oh, good. They love me so much. They Yay. always have. That warms our hearts. Yeah. So, Alina, uh, tell us um, tell us about your fundraiser before you go. You have a fundraiser coming um, up. Yeah. We um, on Jack. We we spent about seven thousand dollars on him alone with all his rehab, and it was worth every penny. So we're just trying to replenish a little, and uh, we have a really exciting fundraiser coming up not this Saturday but next Saturday at a store in Studio City, a dog store called Maxwell Dog, and 20% of everything purchased that day will go to our rescue groups, Forever Fido and Eloise Rescue. And we're going to have amazing food from Sprinkles Cupcakes, Arts Deli, Pizza Rev, Sweet Lady Jane, and more, and a raffle giveaway, and just lots of exciting things going on. So we'd love if you could join us. That is awesome. I love that store. I used to live right near there, and they have, um, like, really cute collars and great beds, and they have a lot of cute stuff in yeah. there. Yeah, really that cute stuff. It's awesome. very boutique-y. And, uh, yeah. and also the time is we're going to be there from 5 to 8, just so everybody knows. <laughs> awesome. Well, Alina, thank you so much, Forever Fido Rescue. Um, and people can find you on your Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Forever Fido Rescue. Uh, thank you so much for calling in and being on our show, and thanks to Jack as well. Uh, please keep us posted on where he goes and and what's going on with you guys. We absolutely will. Thank you so much, Laura. You're All right. incredible. We're just honored to be on. Thank you. Thank you oh, so much. Thanks for you. Again, that's Forever Fido Rescue. Uh, find them at their Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Rescue. They have a lot of photos. Um, I'm looking at it right now with um, some of their animals that are up for adoption. There's a cute little Maltese on there. <laughs> so cute. Um, and also there's um, a flyer on there for the, uh, the fundraiser. So you can check that out. Okay, let's get to our next caller. And we have uh, Danae with Bonnie, the Doxy Mix. What is a Doxy? Oh, like dox, a Dachshund. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, she's female between 10 months and 3 years old. And she's peeing in the house. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Let's find out. Uh, what's going on then? If I can find Danae. Oh, here we go. Danae. So, so okay, tell uh, us. Hi. Ha, hi, so 
Bonnie is peeing, is it like daily or once in a while or when, when I, does this happen? Yeah, well, she, let me give you some background. She, we just, we haven't had her more than three weeks. We rescued yeah. her. And so, you know, you got to be patient with them when they get in a new environment. And so we just started pretending, you know, we just started all over. We've been really praising her. But um, she has separation anxiety really bad. And so when I leave, um, when I leave, she um, she um, hyperventilates, I guess. She's just hyperventilating. And then she... She had an accident up in my bedroom, and she's got a doggy door. She's got a place to go out, and for some reason, she's afraid of the backyard or something. So I go out with her. I don't mind, but um, I, I know she's been trained, and she looks remorseful when I show her what she's done. She looks so uh, guilty and so sorry, and she's got these little eyes that, are pleading with me and you know and I know she's got she knows better but um tell me that so it's only she's only peeing in the house when you're not home or did she do it in your home too one time she did it when I was I was home so and how many and and how many times has she done it now um about three three to four times that I know of Okay, and then she and she's been with you for about three weeks. You said. Yes, we just rescued yeah, and, her. And so she's pretty much is she going to the bathroom up in your bedroom? Is that where she's ending up going to the bathroom? In the hallway, in the, in the well, she went in the hallway, in the office, and in our bedroom. Okay, and where does she hang out mostly? Where is that? Wherever I am, she's like my little shadow. But my mm-hmm. son said when I'm gone that she's up in my bedroom um, when in, in her bed. She stays up there in her well, bed. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> and so, um, so one of the things about when they pee in the house and then you come home and you scold them, sometimes they understand, but mostly they don't necessarily understand that the act of peeing is what you're scolding for. A lot of times what about what pooping? What? What about pooping? Same thing? Yeah, pooping, same thing. So what happens is the people come home, it's not just you, it's just the people come home, they see what happens, and then their body language changes. So they get stirred, they get upset, and their eyes get bigger, and their shoulders sort of bend over to the dog or bend over to the pee, and they're kind of scolding, and then they look at the dog, and then the dog looks sad or worried or nervous and guilty and but they don't necessarily um equate it to the actual peeing or pooping it's just to the people's body language and the pee and poop in the house so um so what we're going to tell her is that we really don't we we would like her to make sure that she learns to go out the doggy door where sometimes your son is home right when she's going that she could go to your son and ask him to go out or she could go to you you know Three or yes. four times in three weeks with a rescue dog, I don't think that's a big deal. Because he might have posted a picture just like within a couple minutes. He might have posted a picture because I got a hold of him on Facebook and he had forgotten oh, to do that. Great. I'll look for it on Pet Psychic Radio. So um, on, 
so so I lost my train of thought. So I would just say that well, let's ask her. But but as, when you rescue a dog, you can expect these things. There's a lot that they need to process, and right, they're right. in a new home. They can have post-traumatic stress. They can fall asleep and wake up and then be confused where they are, and that's right, all right. normal. So. Um, I would just sort of be a little lax on her right now. And because that's like once a week or whatever you think it is within the last three weeks is not that much. But let's let's ask her what's going on and ask her okay. if she would please go, go outside. Um, okay. okay. What's her name again? Bonnie. Okay. Let's get her. She says she really likes her new home. She says she wants to tell you that she likes it when you, like, wiggle her butt or when you rub her back and wiggle her butt. <laughs> she says she also likes little leg massages. So, Bonnie, honey, did you hear what your mom says? She's you have a home for life, right? Doesn't she have a home for life? Can I tell her that? Forever home, yes. Yeah, you have a forever home. This is your new home forever. And so one of the things that in order to stay in the home that your mom and your brother really want you to know is that you have to go out the doggy door whenever you have to pee or poop. That's really, really cool that you have a doggy door. A lot of animals don't have it. I don't like the way it hits my head. You know what? You're going to get used to it, though. You'll get used to it. You just kind of learn and practice on how you push it. And you'll learn about how to go in and out with it not really bothering you that much. Yeah, I She said she scrapes her stomach sometimes, too. Well, when you get stronger, maybe you can kind of lift your stomach up so that you don't scrape. You can learn, but you've got to go out there to pee and poop. Do you understand that mom's that when you pee in her room and in the hallway and anywhere in the house? Sometimes I just have to go. And I just can't hold it anymore. I had been holding it, and I just couldn't hold it anymore. So you know what? When you, when you start feeling like you have to go, you just go out the doggy door. Sometimes I get scared that I will get locked out there. You're not going to get locked out there. You're going to, I get confused. I'm like, where's the dog door again? And then I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then I go inside. So she's just having, like, a hard time processing everything. And she's like, once she goes outside and she's in her yard and she's like, oh, my gosh. And then she looks at the house and she's like, where's the dog door? And it might be completely evident to you where the dog door is. But to her, it's like is so fresh and new and the sights are so new and her thoughts are so new that it's like that she's feeling like a little bit displaced. Right. Well, I sense that. So I keep the door open, just the French door open, just so she'll know that it's open. But she, there was something about the backyard that she was afraid of and or new noises. I thought maybe it was new noises or something. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like, being dropped off in the middle of a field or something somewhere and then, like, looking around and going, like, where am I? That's sort of how she yes. feels outside. I think it's just everything. It's not like she's really scared. It's just overwhelming. Yeah. 
Well, she's been passed around, Laura. She, her owner died, and her owner's family put her in a kill shelter. Oh, and, terrible. Yeah. So the rescue on her way home found her, put her in Pilots for Paws, and brought her here to southern Nevada. And we saw her at Bark in the Park, and she looked so sad, and my heart just went out to her. And, oh, um, what and I think pretty. she's mourning. I think she's mourning her her owner, and she's the sweetest sweetest little she spirit said, like, ever. I'm here though. She said what? I totally feel relieved. She says she feels relieved, Aww. and she said she sees her person. And I she feel said what? Okay. She sees her person that's passed away, and she feels okay. Really. So, yeah, so she's going to really work on going outside, but I want you to give her a little bit of a break and kind of give her another couple of months to kind of get it. Okay. And uh, you'll have to call us in and let us know how she does. But thanks so much I for know. rescuing her. Yeah, thanks, Danae. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that seems like it'll take a little bit of time. Yeah, she's just overwhelmed with her new lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that much actually, three three or four times in three weeks. It's not like she's doing that three times a day. I know. It's true. It's true. <laughs> All right. Well, let's find out um about Mariah who passed away two years ago. Uh she there's a picture of her on Facebook, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh do you see it? I do. I'm not sure which one is her, but I do see the okay. picture. She says she's the right that. side of the picture. And then did she find her sister Shelby in heaven? Um, so let's talk to Denise. Hi, Denise. So Mariah passed away and Shelby is also passed away. And you're, wa- you're wanting her. to know if um, they have met each other there. Is that correct? Yes, correct. Oh, and so, let's so tell me, what does Shelby look like? Shelby's um, twice the size of Mariah, Um, just a big teddy bear. She looked like a bear, actually. Oh, and what color? What color? Same color? Same color. Oh, neat. Okay, let's get Mariah. I miss her. She says, Mom, I've done a lot of things here in heaven. She said she went for a pickup truck ride. Oh, my God, with my dad, right oh, before she passed. Dad? Oh, how neat. My dad and her connected before she passed away. Oh, cool. I need to tell you something, Mom. I'm proud of you. You've been eating well. Have you been? Yeah. (laughs) So cool. I love that she's been watching over you and she knows that you're eating well. (laughs) Silly girl. I've seen my sister. And we're younger again. And we're running around. And we're running in and out of the street. Does Mariah... She says that her and her sister are doing like the split dance, which I think is the the puppy bow, where but their front legs are getting splayed out, like uh-huh. like 
Like Play-Doh? What were you going to say? Is she nice now? Because Mariah didn't play well with others. She was chow. Oh, yeah. So she's telling you that she's play-bowing, which is a really good sign that she's playing. So, yeah, she is nice now. And one of the things that's really kind of neat about it is if, if you're thinking to yourself, like, I wonder if she's nice now, oftentimes they answer your question. So I may not hear your question, but they answer it. So she could be answering your question of are you nice now by saying, yeah, I'm play-bowing. And play-bowing is a really nice way to play. You know, it's when they, they put out, they stretch out their front end and their rear end is higher than their front, their back sort of arches. It's kind of like a, not necessarily a submissive way, but it's not a dominant way to play. So by telling you that she's play-bowing in heaven, she's telling you, yeah, I'm playing really nicely. So, Did she have a talk with, Marat, with um, Toby before she passed? Yeah, and we Toby. still talk all the time, she says. Wow. You've seen Toby in, at the grooming place. Oh, that's right. I know that little Toby. Toby and, and Suki. Yes, that's right, that little Toby, of course. So she says that Toby saw her spirit detaching from, from her body, that Toby knew that. Aw, so sweet. Mom, don't She's worry a, about me. I worry about her and her sister. We didn't have long to say goodbye to Shelby. She went in sick, and we had to let her go within hours. Aw, well, she says that they're having a super amount of fun here. Good. That's so neat, Denise. Thanks for calling in with them. Thank you. Oh, my love, I'm, I'm so- both, and I miss them. Mom, we love you, too. They're still watching over you. I love that photo you put of them. Gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you. I'll bring a picture of Toby and Shelby. Mariah and Shelby next time we see you. Oh, great, Denise. I look forward to it. Thanks, Denise. Um, so she was talking about, what, Aloha grooming? Yeah, Aloha dog grooming which I'm there once a month on a Wednesday from 3 to 6. It's $50 for 20 minutes. And uh, Aloha Dog Grooming in Ventura starts booking appointments a week before. And so the next time I'll be there is actually May 7th, which is a Wednesday from 3 to 6. And what do they do? They call... They call Aloha? They call Aloha Dog Grooming, mm-hmm. and, um, and they can book a 20-minute session. Okay, and, and is this information, this is available on, on thepetpsychic.com? Yes, that information is available on thepetpsychic.com, and if you go to the daily blog page, it's up at the top. Okay, Contact great. The number for them and all the address. So thepetpsychic.com. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, uh, let's keep it going. Keep it going. Uh, we got Kimberly, who has an update on her kitties. Uh, let's find out. I can't, I'm really bad at, might have a bad memory. Kimberly, remind us, um, who did we speak to and uh, what was going on with your kitties? Oh, hello. Uh, you talked to Sophie and Curtis and Leonard. It was a private consultation. Um, and um, 
um, Curtis had been really aggressive with uh, Sophie for a long time, and uh, he's been working on his calming signals, and I can see him doing it. He's getting so much better. Oh, good. Good. So, um, so, so tell us a little bit more about that. Did you want to ask him, like, what, what, do you want to ask him how he feels about it? I would like to know it. I'd also like to know what they want for their birthdays. They all have birthdays in May, and they've been so good. I'll get them anything they want. <laughs> oh, neat. Okay, so remind me what they all look like again. Uh, Curtis is the black and white, the little tuxedo cat. And Leonard is gray, and Sophie is mostly white and has gray on her back. Okay, so let's ask Curtis what he wants for his birthday and to tell him how proud we are that he's doing so good. Okay. He says he's been trying really hard. He says that he thinks that he ends up closing his eyes for a long time. <laughs> so, like, he kind of feels like he's squinting. You mm-hmm. see him doing that? Like, almost yes, holding them shut? Good job, <laughs> Curtis. What a good job. And so for all you out there that are not sure about what calming signals are, those are body language that animals use to calm themselves and communicate with each other, and sometimes they use them to communicate with us, too. They're blinking, licking, yawning, stretching, sitting down, lying down, coming to you at an arc, sniffing. Those are just a few. So Curtis is working on sort of blinking um, because he was staring a little bit too much. Right, Curtis? Good job. And Curtis, what would you like for your birthday? Do you, do you know what you want for your birthday? He says he wants a carved meat. Okay. You know, he, you know what he's talking about? Like turkey maybe? Yeah, he had turkey for Thanksgiving, and I think he never forgot it. Oh, yeah, that's exactly it. Okay, so then let's ask Leonard how Leonard, what Leonard would like for his birthday. Leonard, honey, what do you want for your birthday? He says he wants a bed by the window that is opened. And right by the bed, he wants a hummingbird feeder. Oh. Are there hummingbirds where you are? Yes, there are. Oh, neat. I can do that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Mom's going to do that for you, Leonard. Cool. Okay. And then sweet little Sophie, let's ask her. Sophie, honey, what do you want for your birthday? A cuddle toy? What's a cuddle toy? She says it's a toy that she can grab, bite, and put her head on. Kind of reminds me of maybe like a catnip pillow or like those catnip bananas or cigars. Have you seen those? Yes. Yeah. Does she play with things like that? Oh, yeah. She loves anything with that's better with feathers. She loves feathers. So I can do that. They're getting it. She says she wants the freshest catnip, though. Okay. He wants to bite into it. Oh, how neat. Oh, I'm so glad about the update. Thanks so much for calling in, and happy birthday to you all. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Kimberly. They are, they're going to get some great gifts. 
I know. They were all posted on the Facebook page, too. They are? Oh, let me see. Yeah, Where are they? Posted, I, I posted oh, them I see back them. away, so I see them. You do? I see them. I see them, yeah. yeah They're I underneath they the um, section of post your animal pictures here for today's show, which is a great idea. Thanks for doing that today. That's great. Oh, they are? They're also posted on March 15th, and you can see all the things that they said during our session, or some of the things mm-hmm. they said during our session. They are so cute. That's a great picture. <laughs> All right, next caller we have. Keep it going, keep it going. We have got Valerie with, I think it's pronounced Teka, the dog on Facebook. Um, She passed away in January at um, the age of 13 and wanted to see how she's doing. So, uh, oh, it's Tika. Valerie with Tika. Um, So, wait, what kind of dog was Tika? Shepherd. German Shepherd. Shepherd. German Shepherd. Yeah. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> Tika passed away uh, in January from what? Well, we don't, I don't really know what happened. Um, she, it, it almost was like she had pneumonia and her lungs were filling up and um, oh. my, my neighbor is a um, emergency vet, and she came over and we tried antibiotics, but it it was no. She started to improve, and then she just went right back downhill. So she came back and put her down um, right oh. here in my living room. So, oh, that's so nice! She got to die at home. Yeah, and you would you would talk to my other shepherd, Shader, and she had told you that she, that Tika wouldn't suffer a lot and that she would go peacefully, and she did. So. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that neat how that yeah. your other dog do that? That's so amazing yeah. to me. Yeah, I always say that I'm not psychic, that I can't predict the future, but I think the animal, some of the animals can. <laughs> yeah. Well, Shada did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, okay. I, you know, I didn't get a chance. I didn't get a chance to really tell Tika. I was just upset and hadn't slept, and you know, I just didn't really. I always tell my dogs what's going on all the time. And I didn't really get a chance to tell her, so I just wonder if she knew what was going on. And um, oh, to tell her that she was about that she was the vet was going to come and help her. You mean? And that she yeah. was going to go to her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's ask her. Let's ask her. Usually, you would know if they like you could see it in their face, like confusion. You know. Mhm. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's see what Tika says. Tika, okay. honey, mom wants to know how you're doing and. And uh, did you know what was happening in January? Did you know what was happening the day you passed? First, tell my mom that I'm awesome. When I got here, I caught a gopher. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you like to go gopher hunting? I don't know. Honey, <laughs> the first thing that she does. What do you mean you caught a gopher? She said, when I got to heaven, I was running around, and I saw this gopher, and I just got him. But can you kill in in heaven, Tika? Oh, no, oh, no. You play. <laughs> and then the gopher says, see, I can run away. Mom, I'm just oh, trying wow. to tell you that I'm really alert. And I can see really well, and I can go after whatever I want. 
I'm sharp. And I got to tell you, too, that there's a nice woman here that does tap dancing. (laughs) And she takes really good care of me. Do you know who that is? No, I don't. Wow. It could be like a grandma or something because it looks to me like somebody like maybe like in the 30s to the 50s that might have been like or like teenage years to 20s mm. and maybe dance back then because I see the person really young but it looks like somewhere between the 20s and the 50s. Yeah, it could be my grandmother. I don't know if she did. She tap danced but she was a very active lady. So oh, she was? I'll have to so check into that. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to ask, was she actually, like, a tap dancer? Or, like, I might have seen the feet, like, she's trying to say she's young and really active again, and that's, like, a symbol for, like, movement. But right. to me, it looks like dance, like Shirley Temple dance almost, you know? <laughs> hmm. Mom, I'm really happy. That day... I was a little scared, but I just kept feeling loved. She said that you didn't tell her straight out, but you were had so much love and you were, like, calm with her that she got it. She understood exactly what was happening. Yeah, good, good. And she said that she felt good that your friend was helping her. Mm. Good. Don't worry about money, Mom. And she said, and also she's sleeping on your bed. (laughs) (laughs) Was she allowed to sleep on the bed? You know, she slept in my room because, um, you know, I have two other dogs, and it just worked out better for her to sleep in my room, but I had a bed on the floor. And she never tried to get on the bed, but sometimes when I wasn't looking, she would get up on the bed when I wasn't in it. But she would never, she would never get up there when I was in it. So <laughs> now she's up there while you're in it. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Oh, good. Oh, Valerie, it's good to talk to you. I'm glad that she's well. Yeah, thank you so much. It's just you know, it's hard when you don't. You kind of know they're okay, but you you know, it's kind of nice to have that validation. Yeah. When you kind of know, you got to really give that credence because that's your intuition telling you. And a lot of yeah. people doubt that. But you've got to make that bigger. You know, you got to really feel that. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you. Um, when Shada died, um, Tika kind of took on, like, some of her actions that she did mm-hmm. after she crossed. And I was like, wow, is that, you know, it's like she's never done that before. And then when Tika crossed, her daughter, I have her daughter here, and she's mm. done a couple of things that Tika used to do, and it's like she's never ever done it in her life. And I'm just you know wondering if I that's like. like that is, I feel like that's the dog who's past teaching the other dogs mm. some of their qualities, um, just kind of like sharing themselves with them, and so then they do bring in those characteristics. Other people think that the dog is channeling their sister or their brother that has passed. But I mm-hmm. feel more like like it's, it's not necessarily like a channeling, like that animal is taking on all of Tika, but I feel like your your present dog is taking on the essence of Tika because Tika is teaching them that. 
or saying right. to, saying to them, do this so that mom remembers me and knows that I'm around. Yeah. So it's like a, it's it's like they're communicating with one another that way. The mm. communication between the two. You know, right. to help the dog to help the dog that's still alive and also to help you. Right. Right. Hmm. Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Thanks for calling in, Valerie. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank Laura. Thank you. Sure, be well. So be well. do you know Thanks any back. psychic animals? Yeah, you know, I mean, every now and then I do know these psychic animals. I told you that story about the tea table, right, that I thought was so awesome. Did I ever say that on air? I don't even know. I don't know if you told me. Okay, I'm going to tell it just because I love it so much. But there's, like, lots of animals that have, like, said things to me that, you know, then have has come true. But this one horse said to me, he was at his, his stable, and he says to me, like, I want a tea table. Like, a tea table where um, where people, and so the mom, is, and I've never really heard of, like, a tea table it's not something I use you know like a card table maybe or like I don't know or like a breakfast table but I never would have thought of like a tea table and and so she says to his mom I want a tea table at the barn and his mom is like you know her person is like what do you mean like a tea table she doesn't know either and 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 he says yeah like if somebody wants to drink tea and hang out with the horses and she was like, mm, I don't really know what that means, but okay, you know. And I was like, well, maybe just like a table that you could like eat at, like and hang out at. So we didn't put too much thought into it, but we tried to figure it out a little bit. So then I get an email from the owner like a week or two later, and she says, oh, my gosh, you wouldn't believe it. We got a new boarder, and the new boarder brought her trailer and unloaded her horse and then un- was unloading a table. And that the owner of the stable said, what's that? And she says, a tea table in case anyone wants to drink tea with the horses. <laughs> so it's amazing. It's so amazing because somehow the horse knew, like another horse was, like knew that that was going to be coming. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so now they have a tea table at that barn. That's so cool. I wonder if they could send us a picture. That would be kind of funny to see. Uh, that would be- that would be me. Yeah. Be me. Ask them if they can. We can take a picture or something. That would be great. I will. I will. Uh, is Storm King psychic or is he just wise? I think he's psychic because he does say things. Oh, like that time where they had the tsunami in Thailand. Mm-hmm. In Ventura, California, he would not get out of the car to go to the beach. I'm like, Stormy, come on, let's go to the beach. And, like, what dog wouldn't want to go to the beach, right? She goes, Mom, mm-hmm. there's something wrong with the ocean today. We cannot go to the beach. We cannot go to the beach. There's something wrong with the ocean. And that night was the, was the tsunami. Wow. And so then when I asked him, mm-hmm. yeah, he does. And when I asked him about that tsunami and I said, Stormy, there was a tsunami at the beach, you know. And, 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 I, and he says, I know. He says, angels and evil were fighting. The angels won, but they are crying. Whoa. I know, right? Yeah. That's so crazy. Back asleep. Sorry, honey. Listen, I'm sorry to wake you, but it's getting kind of stormy words of wisdom. And we were talking about 
animals being psychic. And do you have any words of wisdom about animals being psychic? What do you think? He says, yeah, I do, actually. Okay, what do you think about it? He says, we're all psychic. If you trust your intuition and you get connected with the field of energy. He's like, if you're standing and if you look one way is the past, one way is opportunities, and another way is the future. Kind of like standing on your own property. And then you can follow that to the future. That's kind of cool, huh? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, Stormy, do you see anything in my future? Oh, good question. Stormy, honey, do you see anything in I's future? Of course I do. No, like a specific thing. Yeah. He says, you know her drumming? He says, you're going to drum your way into a power band. Do you? Whoa. <laughs> do you like, but is your drumming, do you drum now in a band or are you just doing guitar? No, I drum in a band. Oh, yeah. And I Which just had a drum drum lesson last night um old toy trains what old toy trains i play drums in a band called old toy trains yeah and also i yes your liver is already almost regrown oh and i gotta tell you something i He says, one day you're never going to be tired. You're going to be so connected. (laughs) And also, I, one day you'll just drink juice. (laughs) I need juice every day. Um, So how do we, like, get a set? Can we just get sessions with, like, you know, with Stormy? I know, right? Except for my working hours is usually when Stormy sleeps, so it can be a oh. little bit difficult. He's like, now he's falling back asleep again. Oh, well, thank you, Stormy. That's amazing. That's actually very useful to me, what he's saying. Like, that's everything that came up in my drum lesson yesterday. No way. What do you mean? Like, I said I was really tired, and then we talked about, like, how I'm always tired because I do a lot. And so it's amazing that he said one day I won't be tired. <laughs> and then it tied in I with the drums. It. It's a whole thing. That was amazing, Storm King. That's so cool. That's so amazing. You know, sometimes <laughs> when I get a little bit down, I look at Stormy and I think to myself, God gave me the biggest blessing. He gave me yeah. Stormy. Like, he gave the world a blessing. Down when I have stormy. That's true. That's very true. Well, thank God for stormy. Tune in to the Pet Psychic Radio Show next week to talk to the animals. And until then, you can go to thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication, private consultations with Laura and Storm King. Also like us on Facebook.com slash Pet Psychic Radio and follow us on Twitter at the Pet Psychic. And we'll see you all in a few weeks. I think we may not be here next week. Yeah, no next week.
No next week. Okay, bye. No next Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.